0: Box chocolates would I them anyway? every time I have half a mind to leave you babe, that means I have half a to stay.
1: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. See Pandora's Lunchbox, this show I'm doing is a show about food every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Food and culture and what's going on. See, here's the thing. It's December. Happy December to you. But, um, you know, some people think of December as a time of peace, a time to reflect. But I'm here to tell you, there's some trouble afoot out there. There's trouble afoot. The door is ajar and the shoe is on the other foot. If you know what I'm saying, you don't. Okay. see, here's the thing. There are a lot of food fights going on. Food fights in courtrooms, food fights in homes, food fights everywhere you look. You don't see any? Well, here, listen to this, why don't you? This is J.D. McPherson. He's going to be, by the way, WCBN's guest at Woodruff's in Depot Town, Ipsy. A week from tonight, he's going to play a show. J.D. McPherson's going to do some rockin' tunes. This one's called Wolf Teeth. You can find out all about that. Uh, Woodruff's next Thursday. J.D. McPherson's going to do a song like this. The reason I know this is a great rock and roll tune is because I cannot understand a single word. But I will tell you, he does say, don't you know I've been gnawing on a bacon rind? That's not uh, our problem. That's that's not his problem. That's just something we're going to have to listen to and just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? That's J.D. McPherson coming to Woodruff's a week from tonight. WCBN presents J.D. McPherson at Woodruff's in Depot Town, Ypsilanti, Thursday, December 8th. And he's kicking off this food fight show for us just fine. That's called Wolf Teeth. I'm telling you, there's there's a lot of tension in the air. I'm telling you, there's a lot of tension in the air. First of all, food fight number one for your perusal. This from Vermont. A Vermont folk artist expanding his home business built around the words eat more kale says he's ready to fight to protect his phrase from what he sees as an assault by Chick-fil-A. Now, is Chick-fil-A in Michigan. I'm not sure. It's a chain of, I'm sure, mighty fine food spelled Chick-F-I-L-A. The Atlanta-based food fast food chain says eat more kale is likely to be confused with its trademarked phrase eat more chicken. Uh Uh-huh. Eat more chicken, by the way, is spelled eat M-O-R. M-O-R, isn't that middle of the road? Eat M-O-R chicken. C-H-I-K-I-N. I I love it when corporations misspell things deliberately. That is so homespun, trademark. Bo Muller Moore uses a hand silk screen machine to apply eat more kale to his shirts. To him, the phrase is an expression of the benefits of local agriculture displayed on tea and sweatshirts. But Chick-fil-A has a long history of fighting, a long history of guarding its trademark. Its lawyer sent a letter to Mueller Moore listing 30 examples of attempts by others to use the phrase eat more that were withdrawn after Chick-fil-A objected. It's the 800-pound chicken in the room, folks. Don't eat more, eat less. So it's actually an, an exhortation to diet, I think. Here's the test. Here's the point here. Would you get confused if I said, eat more kale? Would you hear the word chicken in your head? Let me try these other phrases. Eat more chocolate, chicken. Eat more cardboard, chicken. Eat more peas covered in mayonnaise, chicken. You didn't hear chicken, did you? I didn't hear it. If you did, then then, then perhaps Chick-fil-A has a good point, but I did not. Speaking of chicken, speaking of chicken in Zimbabwe, even there there is a food fight going on. Zimbabwe State Radio says a militant youth group loyal to the president is calling for a boycott of a restaurant chain whose latest advertising depicts Zimbabwe's leader as the last dictator standing. In the commercial, Zimbabwean President Robert Mugabe is shown dining alone on the food chain's spicy chicken at Christmas with vacant places at his table for Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi and other deposed dictators. Sounds very serious. The radio quoted Jimu Kunaka, head of a group known as Chipangano, demanding that the Nando's food chain of South Africa withdraw the advertising and apologize or face punitive action. Chipangano is a brotherhood of President Robert Mugabe's loyalists. The head of the food chain's Zimbabwe franchise says it was not informed of the South African television and press campaign and is independent of them. Food fights over chicken, which are perhaps the most dangerous, the most disturbing food fights of all. Well, let me let me give you a couple of examples of food fights in musical form. Let's compare and contrast, shall we? Mr. Ivor Cutler, who I think is the national and international ambassador to Pandora's Lunchbox, has this song about bicarbonate of chicken, which I'm sure you and I have imbibed in many times. Today, in fact. Look, it, it starts all tense and everything, but then it all works out and it gets kind of happy. Here, let's check this out first and then compare and contrast. Ivor Cutler? Thank you.
0: Waiter, what do you want? I want my of chicken tonight. The town is shifting. It's all that chicken. There ain't a human being in sight, man. they They're all gone digging into chicken. Waiter, waiter, what do you want? Where's my cabinet of chicken? The chef says there's none. There'd better be some or I'll tear the town to pieces. Hold on, sir. Just you hold on a minute. The chef got a box. Perhaps some chicken's in it. I'm delighted to say it's true. Back up a chip will be delivered to you. Thank you, waiter, you're a real good pal. Here's $50, get yourself a fine gal. The waiter and the chef are enjoying life. The waiter is the husband and the chef is his wife.
1: Well, that sounded happy. I mean, it was a happy ending, except for that kind of off-piano note. But off-piano notes can make me happy. So, this is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN. We're talking about food fights. That is a chicken story with a happy ending. Here's a chicken story with a not-so-happy ending.
0: Chicken! They drove the hottest hot rods that were ever raced in years. You could hear them burning rubber as they shifted through the gears. They must have lost their senses in their trail of smoke and flame because you had to be a maniac to play that crazy game. Chicken! game would holler chicken. <laughs> the laughter of the couples could be heard above the roar as they headed toward each other with their paddles to the floor. The one that held it showed that he was not afraid to die, and the one that turned aside would hear the winning couple's cry. Chicken. Chicken. The winner of the game would holler chicken. The closer they could make it seem The louder they would cry Ah. The kicks were always greatest When they had the closest shape And the voices coming back Were like an echo from the grave Chicken! Chicken! The winner of the game would holler chicken Had his way, he was clicking off the seconds that were left for them to play. There might have been a winner, but they had no way to tell. For the couples all were dead, and there was no one left to yell. Chicken! Chicken! The winner of the game would holler chicken.
1: Oh my goodness. You see what I mean? handle your chicken carefully folks i don't know what that means this is pandora's lunchbox i hope i don't know what that means it's uh, 20 minutes before 7 this is this is pandora's lunchbox still And this is about food fights. Food fights going on. In 20 minutes, it'll be time to face the music. Dr. Orwolf has a prescription for jug band music just for you. In the meantime, looking at food fights. This is pretty scandalous right here. I want you to know about this. From a website called IslamophobiaToday.com. I wasn't aware of this, but now I am. In Australia, says uh, an MP, a member of parliament in Australia, Australians are being converted to Islam by eating halal meat. A Liberal MP has claimed Australians are, knowing, are unknowingly being converted to Islam by eating halal meat. In a speech to Parliament, backbencher Luke Simpkins said most Australians did not know that most of the meat they ate came from animals killed in accordance with Muslim law. Mr. Simpkins said, by having Australians unwittingly eat halal food, we are all one step down the path towards the conversion. Chicken! Chicken! Sorry. And that is a step we should only make with full knowledge and one that should not be imposed upon us without us knowing. What is happening is wrong. Too often, the minorities in this country are looked after without regard to the majority. Poor majority. It's not fair for us. Mr. Simpkins said he had carried out an unofficial survey in his northern suburbs electorate of Cohen and had discovered that most meat at major chains such as Coles or Woolworths had been killed under halal conditions, but had not been labeled as such. He tabled a petition demanding that all halal meat be clearly identified, claiming that people could not buy meat for their Aussie barbecue without the influence of the minority religion. Mr. Simpkins said that, this is this is dicey stuff. I'm going to read just what he said here. He said that Muhammad, the prophet of Islam, had talked of how the religion could be expanded around the world by getting people to eat halal meat. Simpkins said, he reportedly said, The non-believers will become Muslims when, amongst other things, they eat the meat that we have slaughtered. This is one of the key aspects to converting non-believers to Islam, Mr. Simpkins said. The petition, tabled by Mr. Simpkins, had been organized by the Barnabas Fund, an organization that supports Christians living in Muslim countries. Meanwhile, Immigration Minister Chris Bowen commented, all members of Parliament should be looking to promote understanding and harmony between religions. Mr. Simpkins has done the complete opposite. That is from Islamophobia Today. It's another food fight it's it's getting dicey out there folks like i said it's the first day of december some people see this as a time for peace not so much in the food world it's foods flying the furs flying and the fur is food when the fur's off if you know what i'm saying yesterday speaking of chickens as as we were a moment ago the council the city council of toronto ontario voted down a proposal to allow residents to keep hens in their backyards Two city councillors had brought forward a motion to allow Torontonians, which I love to say, to keep a limited number of chickens on their property for personal use, such as producing eggs. Toronto, put your hens on a gentle truck with shock absorbers, preferably one shaped like a giant chicken on wheels, and bring them to Ann Arbor. Just do it! We'd love to see your chickens we'd love to pet them and we'd love to feed them seed and all kinds of other stuff come on down this is Pandora's lunchbox I'm still Mike in spite of just about everything don't touch me tomato you <laughs>
2: you peel me tomato. Please, mister, don't you peel me tomato. No, don't you peel my tomato. Touch me on me pumpkin potato. For goodness sake, don't touch my tomato.
1: Touch me this,
2: touch me that. Touch me everything I've got. Touch me plum and me apple too. But this one thing you just can't do. All you do is peel them, peel them. Ain't you tired of peel, 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 peel. <laughs> <re-pa-tou-re-pa-dou-re-pa-dou-mo-o>. <laughs>
3: Please
2: miss the take advice wise from me. The more you look, the less you see. But if you just must have your way, then double the price you've got to pay. <laughs> All you do is peel and peel. Ain't you tired of feeling, Yes, man, you're hot like a coconut Nuts are nuts but nothing but Before the temperature is sure gone hot Man, make up your mind just what is what All you do is feeling, feeling Man, ain't you tired of feeling, yes, feel All you do is feel feeling Feeling, feeling, feeling,
1: Well, for a food fight, that one sounds pretty happy. How is that? I guess some people like a good food fight. He's fighting the guy who keeps putting his hands on the tomatoes and on all the other stuff on, on the fruit stand, and I swear it sounds like a double and antandree, and yet I don't think it is at all. It's Don't Touch Me Tomato by the by the Goombe Kings, featuring Richie Del Amore, or Del Amore, perhaps, which is an awesome name. Looks just by the cover here that it's a fellow they per- perhaps wanted to push as their own Calypso star. Perhaps, like another record label, might have had Harry Belafonte. They wanted to make Richie Del their star. I'm not familiar with him, so perhaps that didn't work. But now you've heard him. Don't Touch Me, Tomato is on this record, as well as Conk Ain't Got No Bones. And uh, it's all delicious, though. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Look out, tomato flying. Shoo! Missed you. Now, here's another piece of news. This is local. This is Ann Arbor. This is Ann Arbor. Actually, it is, in fact, Ann Arbor. Now, the Ann Arbor AV Club has folded. Did you hear about that? This is on the Michigan Radio website, and it involves The Onion, which can be food, but in this case is a publication, as you may know. The satirical newspaper The Onion made its debut, its local Ann Arbor version, debut in September. Bobby Mitchell and his company Bopper Media handled all aspects of the Ann Arbor Onion and AV Club, from printing to distribution and ad sales. Michigan Radio says Mitchell did not want to be recorded for an interview, but he did confirm that the November 24th issue was the last one he'd be publishing. He wouldn't say more except to say that lawyers were involved. He also added that there's, slight po- there's a slight possibility the Onion Corporation might the Onion Corporate, it says here. The Onion Corporate might want to take over the Ann Arbor AV Club and publish it. But in the meantime, the Onion is sitting on a shelf. And there there may be fights over that, but we can't confirm that. Meanwhile in Ann Arbor, the Carrytown Kindle Fest. This is an actual event happening tomorrow night. In Carytown in Ann Arbor, there will be a Carytown Kindle Fest, hence the name Carrytown. It will include a traditional German Christmas market, and it's tomorrow from 6 to 10 p.m. Here's a little background on Christmas, uh, German Christmas markets here. The history of Christmas markets goes back to the late Middle Ages in the German-speaking part of Europe. The Dresden Christmas Market was first held in 1434. It's one of the oldest Christmas markets in the world. It attracts between 1.5 and 2 million visitors a year and has over 250 stalls. And the Bautzen Christmas Market was even older first being mentioned in records in 1384. Now, I think the Carytown market, the the Christmas market, is probably a little more intimate than those. There will be fire pits for s'mores, local beers and mulled wine, brats, sauerkraut and pretzels, live music, local artists, gifts and creations, holiday greens, produce and baked goods, all at the, at the Kerrytown Kindle Fest tomorrow from 6 to 10 p.m., at 6.30, there's going to be a children's lantern parade. I don't think there's going to be any fighting there, but lots of happy kids with lanterns. Now, this is interesting because Ann Arbor.com says that St. Nicholas and his bad boy sidekick Krampus will be making an appearance at tomorrow's Carytown festivities. And this got my interest because, as you may know, the annual Krampus costume ball is happening later this month on Saturday, December 17th at the Corner Brewery in Ypsilanti. Now, that event is going to feature beer and a drag show and Krampus, so that may be a little bit of a different event. Now, which Krampus is the real Krampus? I'm sure hope they don't get a food fight over it. (laughs) I really don't encourage that at all. But if any of this is confusing, because I I, I, I ramble a lot, and I bramble, too, with rambling in my pocket— the Carytown Kindle Fest is tomorrow from 6 to 10 p.m. featuring a German Christmas market. It's all at Carytown in Ann Arbor. Now another food fight was happening in San Francisco not long ago there was a lawsuit. The city became the first major U.S. city to prohibit fast food restaurants to include toys with children's meals that didn't meet certain nutritional guidelines. So this was stopping all the fast food chains from including children's meals, happy meals, happy children, happy children that that wouldn't make them very healthy. So the law actually takes effect today, but McDonald's and Burger King have just figured out a way around it. Happy, happy, joy, joy in San Francisco. McDonald's says it's going to charge 10 cents for the toys. So it doesn't get, they don't, they don't, um, they don't, I can't speak. It's it's the fast food, it's the Happy Meal, making me do this. They charge ten cents, and they don't fall afoul of the law. And the money from these Happy Meals is going to go to the to a new Ronald McDonald House. So that is a food fight that seems to have gone pretty well, but this one might be a little more raucous here. This is a this is a group called Be Your Own Pet. This is going to get really raucous here. Look out! You are now listening to a song called Food Fight on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. The current verse has a bad word in it. It's a bad word because it is bad, hence the term bad word. The bad word has now passed, and we will now go back to our regularly scheduled food fight. Okay, that uh I hope you didn't hear that. And if you did, I apologize. I wasn't aware that there would be another word there. People in their words apologize. That is a group called Be Your Own Pet. And I think somebody needs to just pet them on the head and, and let them relax, after all. Because it's a food fight is a food fight, but you should just be able to sit down afterwards and take a deep breath and feel better. Food Fight by Be Your Own Pet. Another food fight... Uh, actually, this is not... You know, look... Food fights are stressful, aren't they? Let's just take a break from the food fights for just a moment. And we're going to talk about an event coming up in Ann Arbor very soon, as a matter of fact, that involves the music of Fats Waller. But first, let's hear a little bit of Fats Waller to get us in the mood, shall we?
4: Everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me. Everybody wants my baby, but my baby don't want nobody but me. That's plain to see. She's got a palm like Venus. Honest, I ain't talking green. No one can come between us. She's Bashiba, I'm a sheep. <laughs> That's why everybody loves my baby. But my baby don't love nobody but me. Nobody but me That's a serenade, my
1: baby Oh yeah, being serenaded by Mr. Fats Waller is a good thing Mr. Fats Waller And everybody loves my baby And Fats Waller loves you too Just so you know what's going on here in Ann Arbor On Monday at the Performance Network James DePogne is going to present a musical lecture On Fats Waller at the Performance Network Monday at 7 p.m., he'll talk about Fats Waller's music and perform examples of his work. The event is free, and afterwards there will be an Afterglow event at the Ravens Club on Main Street. This is where the food part comes in, you know.
4: my face for weeks. That's why everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't
1: love nobody but me. Nobody but me. She better not. No, she better not. Thank you, Fats Waller. We're wrapping it up here in Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for at least a half an hour, maybe less. Coming up in a moment, Face the Music with some wonderful Jug Band music. And just to wrap things up here with the Food Fight things, I think we can all come together around the table and enjoy... The Wonders of Food. Just one more food fight, very peripherally, though. Elvis Costello got kind of testy because his record label has released something called The Return of the Spectacular Spinning Songbook. He says it contains all manner of whimsical scribblings, photographs, and cartoons, together with some rock and roll music and some vaudevillian ballads. He says the live recording finds the Impostors, his band, in rare form, while the accompanying motion picture blueprints the wider possibilities of the show. Says here, though, Unfortunately, we at ElvisCostello.com find ourselves unable to recommend this item to you as the price, $202.66, appears to be either a misprint or a satire. They've tried to get the price down, but rather than detain you with tedious arguments about morality and bookkeeping— When there are really bigger fish to fillet these days, we are taking the following unusual step. And then he goes on to say, Instead of buying his box set, go out and buy the new Louis Armstrong box set of the Ambassador of Jazz. He says, Frankly, the music is vastly superior... If, on the other hand, you should still want to hear and view the component parts of the above mentioned elaborate hoax, then those items will be available separately at a more affordable price in the new year, assuming you have not already obtained them by more unconventional means. Oh dear, Elvis. He was talking about fruitless and uh, fish to filet, so that was food. I've been Mike. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. Face the music begins in a moment. Let's all get together beans, cornbread, together. Just like this. <laughs>
3: Beans said to cornbread, cornbread. I'll be ready cornbread. tomorrow night. Beans, beans told cornbread, you ain't straight. Beans. You better wake up or I'll gas you Gave beans. Been in this pot since half past two. Beans. Swelling and puffing and almost due. Beans. I'll be ready, beans. I'll be ready beans. tomorrow night. Beans. That's what beans told cornbread. Beans. Cornbread by the toe Bean. Bean said, Cornbread, let me go Bean. Cornbread said, I'll lay you low Bean. I'm gonna fight you, you so-and-so meet, meet me on the corner Meet me on the corner to the corner my night That's what Bean said to Cornbread on You're so bad, on you're in to to fight me Meet me on, on the corner, corner to my night And I'm gonna beat the, the devil out you on the head. comrade said, I'm almost dead. Beans. beans told Conrad, get up, man. Beans. You know that we go hand in hand. Beans and Cornbread, beans and Cornbread, hand in hand. That's what Bees and said to Cornbread, we should stick together hand, hand in hand. We should hang out together like wheelers and, and cybercrops. Beans we should stick together like a hot dogs and muskies. We should get up beans. there Okay, we got you, kid. Ready? Hi, I'm Abby Hoffman. On the run, just...